Boston Sports Syndicate. Yeah. I'm missing you back and back to back to back to back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place. So yeah, baby, face it. You work overnight and I'll be okay. I'm missing you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast. I'm Bill Travis, filling in once again for Michael. And today we have a very special episode for you. It's our fantasy football preview. So in order to fill in for Michael, we had to bring in two extra guys. We have our senior fantasy writer, Ryan Bessie. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. How we doing, fellas? Doing good. And we have the Brock Holt of the Boston Sports Syndicate. He's an occasional podcast fill-in. He writes basketball, he writes baseball, and he writes fantasy sports. Welcome back, Matt DeRosha. Matt? How you guys doing? It feels great to be back once again. I love fantasy talk, uh, baseball, football. Football, I gotta say, it is the most wonderful time of the year. There is definitely a little chill in the air, which makes you feel like it's football season right now. You could feel it this morning, right? I wasn't the yeah. only one. Oh no, you weren't the only yeah. one. No, it was a little chilly last night. So yeah, I had to turn on the heat yesterday morning in the truck. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> and as always, we are joined by James, the one name person. James, how are you? I'm great. Hello, guys. What's up, dude? This is my first time on the show with both of them. Really? I, I, I've always been in the background. This is my first time with Ryan. Yeah. So, and our first time with just, four people just on the you know, podcast. I've had a lot of people tell me their first time with Ryan was fantastic. Really, I heard so, it was disappointing that was at best. That was one time, and she was out of line. <laughs> mine was great. I gotta, I gotta admit, mine was pretty Thank good. You. All right, well. So you telling me there might be reports later if we get really big? Reports. No. If we get really big? It's going to be like straight A reports. Straight right. A report yeah. cards. This, <laughs> this is going downhill early. <laughs> Where's Mike? Every time Mike's gone, the thing yeah, is I happened. know. <laughs> and you think me being the old guy. Titanic, yeah, <laughs> you know the Titanic music starts playing. We'll All right, so <laughs> before we get into the fantasy stuff, I want to go. Uh, let's do our regular opening thoughts. I have none, but Matt, I wanted to hear from you on your thoughts on the Red Sox. I have been saying since the trade deadline when they made no moves, they're done. You are Mister Positive. They're winning the World Series every year, so I want to get your take. Uh, they are the most uninspiring second half team of the season. Uh, I just can't. Every time that they do anything positive, you look at the standings. You're like, all right, all right, let's get it going. Then they lose to Baltimore. They lose to these bad teams. They split a series when they shouldn't. And then, again, you lose hope. Uh, the Red Sox, to me, they are done. Uh, this happened. This, I had this realization maybe a couple weeks ago. I was actually driving home, and I was listening to one of the late-night radio shows. And they called it the toe tag game. I think it was the. Whoa, that's a good. That's a good term. Yeah, I think it was in the Indians in Cleveland. The walk off that their their bullpen blew. Mm -hmm. I think it was game one of that series, and uh, I just liked it. And I've kind of just been feeling like that ever since. How many games out are they now? Like are they I honestly card? don't even know. That's yeah. how unsparing. I, I actually don't know in the wild card either. Right. It was like I six or seven. Because they, have, the wild they card, haven't been gaining say. any ground for weeks. No. So. And it seems like when they win, the Yankees have like. Well, well, I you're remember not the, even chasing the Yankees anymore. Like that's a forgotten. No, gave up. No, on I, that just a mean, long I just mean for like the positivity of the season. Oh, like yeah, yeah. in 2018, the Red Sox would have these moments that Mookie Betts Grand Slam, all these things. This is the Yankees here. They're no having moments. those things. So yeah. even when you feel positive, you watch some as awesome highlights. Like, non-Red like, oh, Sox fans, so maybe you guys will feel this. Way. I feel like this is like this year is a lot of that. Last year you had Farrell. It's a lot compared to that team. Yeah, never, this team is a lot like the Farrell teams. Getting off the ground for some reason. They're six games behind. Six nailed it. There you go. In the wild card? Yep. Leave it to the non-Red Sox fan to bring the... So they picked, yeah. they the picked up basically stuff. half a game in the last two weeks. Right. 
So with five weeks left in the season, and they almost blew yesterday. It's the head-to-heads. You got to. That's what you got to hope for. Math. When you get Tampa, when that's you got to hope for that. But you're chasing three teams now ahead yeah, of you. Oakland's Oakland's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's and they're playing good. good. Cleveland just took a massive blow though, so there is that. That's Rame- true. Uh, Jose Ramirez just hit the DL with a broken hand, so. But they're still good. And they're on fire right now. They got a they got a vet like Francona keeps that team rolling. They scare me. It, it, at one point, I do think the Sox are going to hit that shutdown button, but hopefully not until at least a couple weeks. I have JD well, with, on my fantasy team with two thirds of your starting rotation on the IL. Yeah. Right, right, and the, it's your top guys too. I mean, they're rolling out Brian Johnson again today. We'll just see call how that it goes. Your pitching pro. Oh wait, you don't have you any don't have any. That's right. Yeah. Okay. No, well, they did. They just converted them all to sixth inning relief pitcher guys. Yeah, because <laughs> their bullpen was so bad. All right, enough on the Red Sox. Yeah, Brian, do you have any opening thoughts? I mean, I have two now. Uh, my original was college ball started. I mean, that's great. That, that's also a sign of you know fall. So, so, college so this ball was week zero. Last. Week zero because mm-hmm. that yeah. next week that one could that could, I kept getting confused. I'm like, how is it not week one? You're playing football. Yeah, my wife heard that on ESPN this <laughs> morning. Zero, She's though. like, week zero. So these games don't count. <laughs> Technically, no, next they count. Week is week one, but yeah. Gators won last night, kicked it off, and also there was an awesome Arizona Hawaii game, wicked late last night. Yes, came within I, a yard. I saw the ending play on that. But that was that was great. And then the other opening thought is, holy cow, Andrew Luck, holy cow. Yeah, when, uh, that, I, well, that was a shocker. Was I stunning. was scrolling Twitter as that as the Schefter tweet came out, so I literally saw it in the second, and I had to wait like 15 seconds because I'm like, is this verified? Is this really Schefter? Is this a joke? Is it somebody like? Is this one of those like mirror accounts? Somebody changes mm-hmm. their picture, and I'm like, this is legit Adam Schefter. This guy mm. is retiring from football, and then that's within seconds the text got blown up, and I just I don't think I've still comprehended it yet. During a preseason game. During yeah, during yeah. a game. He was on the sideline. Side side yeah. Which is kind of Talking even more awkward. Brissett, the air to now the Colts throw. They yeah. think they may have even found the clip where he told Brissett. I don't know yeah, if that's really. just like saying you see, it. You, there's a picture of, well, not a picture, a video of Brissett, and he's just like, oh. Given the <laughs> face that we probably all made when we saw the news. Yeah. Hey, buddy, I know you're, uh, like, underrated to, you know, you're below average at best, but teams, you are. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard it from Dave O'Brien during the Red Sox game. Yeah, they were, it was here. getting like broken everywhere. Yeah, everyone yeah. was mentioning it. Yeah, I was. I had the Gators game I, one. I they got started it from talking. Shefford, and I just posted it right in our group. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the oh game. My God, yeah, like this is two minutes after I heard it from O'Brien, so I figured James heard it from I, O'Brien too. No, I just don't think, and I like I solely texted Mike, and then you then like I was like, oh yeah, the group chat. Like I just texted Mike, and he's like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's retiring. <laughs> so James has a conspiracy theory on this one. Yes, James, the XFL conspiracy. fan that he is. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. Let me get my tinfoil hat. <laughs> yes. So why don't you fill us in on that, James, okay, real so quick? It, the XFL doesn't start until next um, Super February, right after the Super Bowl, right? The week after the Super Bowl. Smart move in there, Pops. Okay. So he could rest up the remaining of the season and play in the spring ball against lesser talent and get paid a lot of money because Vince McMahon likes paying people a boatload of money to – be half-assed. That's kind of the state of the... Wow, I gotta get a job like that. (laughs) Their main paycheck wrestler only shows up 25% of the year. But isn't this like part of why the XFL burned out the first time? Didn't they run out of money? Yeah, they also had wacky rules. They had wacky rules. I know, the coin toss thing with people going head-to-head. You know what? And and nobody watched them. So other than that, that, it's great. No, no. They had cool footballs. People watched it. It's just when NBC was deciding to change their format of TV, they took out the XFL. So, so there wasn't nowhere else to shop. So you're forgetting the main connection here is his, his dad's his dad Oliver Luck his is the commissioner Oliver of the league. But the I, this like this new to me this numerous things that A is I talked about it earlier is um 
the Colts own him. Like the Colts, yeah, he's Colts, he's under contract. To the them. Colts can stop that. And and the second is the guy's an engineer from Stanford. Is he really going to stoop to the XFL? I think he's going to go make some money doing something else. Is what I think he's going to do. He's but a very intelligent guy. Extremely. I mean, maybe, he's maybe too much he so. sounds he, he sounds like a like you're talking yeah. to a brown paper bag. But. <laughs> well, he he looks when you talk to him, he you know he looks like a caveman yeah. with the neck beard yeah. and you know, but he's an extremely intelligent he guy. Is. It either happens this year or if it happens next year. If it doesn't happen next year. They're in year two. Yes, there's going to be a year two. You heard it here first. The XFL. <laughs> Lean into it, James. What team is he going for to? for a second season. Where's he going? What team? One of the expansion teams. Oh, he's going to be the face Ooh. of the expansion team. The uh, Maybe the Boston team. The Boston Luck. Maybe it's like yeah. a Celtic player. Why, they're still playing in more teams? I don't know. <laughs> well, they're just going to keep growing and growing. At least they have a one fan in Boston, right, James? I yeah. mean, you'll go to every game. Right now, the New York Gar- Guardians are renting me. Until Why, because <laughs> they're the closest location? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should have just picked out of a hat. <laughs> No, I do you just, remember the Boston Breakers? Yeah, uh, you do. Was that the lacrosse team? No, USFL. Uh, USFL. Oh, what's the, the lacrosse team? First Boston Cannons. That's oh, the Trump yeah. League, right? The Trump League. The yeah. Trump. Trump, Trump ruined the league. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. running the yeah. I remember yeah. thirty for thirty. Great again, man. <laughs> yeah. Boston Breakers. All right. Enough. Enough conspiracy theories. James, do you have any opening thoughts? I just have the from the Graham portion. Okay. Before you get into that, I want to talk about Players Weekend. Ooh. Oh, good call. Yes. Let's and, talk about Players Weekend. And previous podcasts, I've ranted about the uniforms for Players Weekends, how basically there's only five or six different uniforms, and with so many teams wearing similar color combinations, I couldn't tell who was who. You know, the Twins, the Red Sox, the Indians, the Braves, they all look the same. This year, they brought it to an entirely <laughs> new level. There's only two. Two uniforms. <laughs> I just don't get it. Who's the person who approved it? I don't know. Like but. in a boardroom somewhere in New York, they're like, you know what, guys, this is a good idea. This guy I, clearly, you know they I, literally thought this was a good idea. He, he didn't look at it. There's you know no how I know it's it. a bad idea? James doesn't like them. It's all yeah. James, James likes every uniform. I've never yeah. seen. I've never met like something that James doesn't like. It's it's unreal. Yeah, so. and if people have seen this comes out on Monday, so if people have seen uh, Saturday's tweet, I told you. I'm no longer tweeting until Monday because I cannot stand watching the game. It is. You can't tell uh, what team's what team. I know or what who's who. You can't well, read the like, numbers on the uniforms. Yeah. I was on like MLB's Instagram account like yesterday or whatever, and somebody made a catch, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Do you watch? Uh, I don't know who this is. <laughs> Do you watch <laughs> Quick Pitch on the MLB Network? Absolutely. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Yeah. Love that show. Yeah. yeah. Show, you know the highlights of every just game. Just highlights. You know. It's you like the red can't zone. Can't tell. Who is who? You look at stadium details, and then when they show the the like top plays at the end of the show. They don't tell you who it is. The same guy made the same play. Wow. That's yeah. Really, wow. This guy's all over the place yeah. today. <laughs> Ten plays. Incredible. No. Yeah, those things The are thing bad. that killed me was Eric Hosmer. He hit his home run. Now the Padres usually have blue and it says Padres. It was just a plain white screen. <laughs> like the home run graphic was – I was just like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, I don't Maybe it was this inspired by the WWE, right? That's where they go to work half-ass. No. You think they, they – they, they, no. uh, The idea of the white jersey had some brilliance because Players Weekend involves special cleats, special bats, stuff that makes the uniform yeah. part. Color. Yeah. Yes. And they're like, let's make those pop even more. 
what makes it plain colors? Why don't we just choose them? Play them on the <laughs> where's, ball. Where's Texas right now? Are they home or on the road? They are on the road. They're Can in you Chicago. imagine if they had a day game and somebody <laughs> oh was God. wearing oh. black? They wouldn't, oh. It was bad enough for the Yankees yesterday. So, SoCal was like 100 degrees yesterday. You, they you had know to stand the all, there in that all black. The all black reminded me of the Mean Machine from uh, mean The Longest machine. Yard. Oh, mean yes. That's all in black. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I saw somebody tweet, why are the Red Sox wearing yoga pants? It does, yoga right? Does it? Well, they're in San Diego. They're playing the park. It's so weird. Yeah, it was weird to see colored Pants again. You just yeah. don't see it anymore. No. Which I, I do like the colored pants. Like the so- that's kind of like, like the, the pirates throwback. Yeah, the yeah. Pirates yeah. throwbacks, the reds this year. So maybe if they wore like gray pants with those, they would yeah. be so bad. Yeah. Or just go right back to, let's say, the Little League it's concept. A, that was you still awesome. could have accepted it if they just contrasted the names and numbers. Have oh, the yeah. white jerseys, but yeah. just a little di- like white with black, black with white, kind of like, yeah, uh, like the yin and the yang of the jerseys. That would have been a lot better. And, and the pitchers don't wear the white hats; they wear the yeah. dark hats. Right, so. which is definitely an, that was definitely an afterthought. They uh, there's no way they thought about that pre. I was decision. I was sitting on the couch like, look at this idiot wearing the wrong hat, <laughs> and then I'm the idiot finding out, oh, he's supposed to wear a black hat. That was someone in some border <laughs> going like, what about the release point? Yeah, They're like what yeah. about the release point? I well, the white ball can't come out of a white head. It's gonna be really hard to hit these somewhere, 99 somewhere mile Somewhere there was balls. a Jonah Hill-looking kid from like <laughs> the A's movie that discovered that. Moneyball. Oh uh, yeah, the release point. <laughs> Guys, the hats. Change the hats. Change. Mass panic. And, I mean, yeah. Cubs took the field at a day game on on Friday, and they probably realized that's why Cubs had different hats on. They had to figure nope. out how do we they, how do we change. Yeah. This. I was just reading it, actually on my way here. They did that because MLB's rules. Well, Dodgers tried the they they tried the protest to at least one game to have because Dodgers and Yankees don't play and you have two of the most iconic franchises right. uniforms in sports in L A and they protested like can we please wear them once and they said nope yeah, like I ridiculous. couldn't believe that this was the ridiculous. weekend that the Dodgers and Yankees match up and neither like that is not in it's, the Christmas right you watching a are they all interleague white? matchups this weekend. Uh, are they I don't think they all are. Not all, not all, but I, no. do, I do think they did make a point to put uh, certain interleague games together for this. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. Like you said, the Yankees and Dodgers was played like two Walmart uniforms, all black, all white. Yeah. 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 What is this? The the only good thing about it is this is the first the Red Sox have ever won during Players Weekend. They were zero and six coming into this year. <laughs> really? Yeah. They had not won a. They had gotten swept the previous two. I'm putting Astros dad on uniform didn't work. Yeah. No? Huh? All right. Oh, too bad he's not around this year. What it would have been? R.I.P. Astros. No, it's X. <laughs> it's it's literally X. X can't give it to you. Oh, because who are we talking about? Price. Oh, price. Yeah, it's X. Yeah, price yeah is sorry. What is, I, I what is it. X, though? Because he's 10? Roman yeah. numeral 10. And, and his son's first name is Xavier. Xavier. Oh, That's why he switched yeah. to 10. All right. Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Whatever. He's not playing anyway. Yeah. So. All right, James, hit us with the from the Graham questions. Okay, so we're going to do Can the we poll. we do the poll first? Yeah, we're going to do the poll. I, I was thinking about doing two, but I only did one. It was the mics are... The baby face question? Yep, the baby face. Who has... A baby face. More of a baby face. More of a baby face. Yeah. Devers or Charlie McAvoy? Devers. And the winner is? Devers, 59%. Mm-hmm. Um, 41 said Charlie. This, But this was actually our, the most people that ever voted. 12? No. no. <laughs> 17. 17? <laughs> 17. Oh, <geez. laughs> this was the most. We are the fastest growing Boston sports syndicate. Uh, ba- Boston Sports Podcast. Took facial hair to get people to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever it takes, man. Yeah. We will do whatever it takes. Those okay. are two bi- two baby faced men, though. I will give them credit for the options. Yeah, quality yeah. options. Yeah, Devers is that. It kind of is mind boggling to me when I watch him. I just it's, he looks well, like he's eight years old. He does. <laughs> it's incredible. So now we're gonna lead right into the questions, and this one's from our good friend Wava. Um, since Mike can't defend himself, 
what? Oh. Mike's worst <laughs> take of all time. His like, worst what? Worst take of all time. Oh, jeez. Tampa Bay's a wagon. Yeah, I gotta go with that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's to yeah. me his worst take of all time. I loved it, and I wanted to keep that. So Waba, because you're hearing this, yes, I did the take for you. Uh, me, per- I, well, me, me personally, I last year with that Price like Eckersley thing, he defended Price to the grave. Still does. He does. That is true. He's a huge Price guy. I mean, hey, Price showed up last year, whatever, but still, he this was pre-Price showing up in October, and Mike would not he would not back down from that. I was like, this is a stupid take. <laughs> I don't know. I think Mike's worst take to date was that Matt Droge is qualified enough to be on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why they keep letting this guy on. Because it means he doesn't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Notice so they do piggyback me a lot with Ryan, which is nice or Bill, because someone needs to carry me. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Okay, and now this leads to today's topic. This is from Grez. Who is the best running back? Behind Barkley to take in a new dynasty football league. Christian McCaffrey. Plain and simple. Christian well, McCaffrey. I pers- I put him above Camaro. I've heard people say he should be the number one pick. I would take him the number one pick. The, my, my issue with Barkley is, I mean, he kind of still, he disproved it last year, but still, like, teams are just going to hone in on Barkley. At least last year, Beckham was still hovering and whatnot. There's nothing in New York. No, it's, it, they'll, it's, they'll it's toss him. They'll toss nine, nine in the box every time, and they'll tell you that if it's, Eli Manning, or if it's Eli Manning 2.0 behind him, it looks just like him. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to beat us. Like, Barkley's not going to beat us. Um, I was really anti-Christian McCaffrey last year. Yeah. I I have completely swung around on him. Well, those are lofty predictions last year. 95% of the carries. They're going to give him to him 30 times a game. It's it's one of those guys you look at, can he hold up? Can he, like, take this pounding? And he did. I Mm -hmm. loved him in college, but I thought he was too small for the pros. I did not think he could pull it off, and he does, and it it made me. Only one person really believed in him. He also believed in Golden Tate last year with like, his second <laughs> overall pick. Who is dad? <laughs> he's, got that, he's got that Notre Dame bias. <laughs> but no, uh, McCaffrey yeah. Stanford. And it's like not to slight Kamara because we see what he's capable mm-hmm. of. But again, we've kind of seen with um, Peyton, kind of like uh, Belichick. All of a sudden, you'll get down to like the red zone and end zone. And all of a sudden, like your fourth string running back, he's going to be like, you know what, today's the day. You're going to get three touchdowns. Why not? Zach Line or whoever their fullback yeah. is will run like, it in. And then, like, you'll be screaming at the TV because Kamara's not getting it. Yeah. It's like, and this happens with the pay. It happened last year. You'd be screaming for, like, Ingram and whatnot, and they would bring just somebody else in. It's yep. like, w- w- why is this happening? So, like, I don't, like, trust Peyton in that in the, the those manners. And it was the same way with when it comes to the Patriots, why I don't touch a lot of their guys because. Even just, with the Titans, you, you would know Henry was getting the. Red zone, right. goal line, and then Lewis was getting pass, pass, pass. It was pretty obvious. When, yeah. He was getting from er- everything up to the goal line. Mm-hmm. If with goal line, you're not getting that, any of those touchdowns. Right. So this is a good segue. We were going to uh, talk about the top three players. We're going to have Ryan and Matt give us their predictions for the top three players to draft at each position. So seeing we started talking about running backs, why don't we just go along with that? So Ryan, why don't you go with uh, your top picks? The top three running backs I have in this order is McCaffrey, and then I did go Barkley, and then Kamara. Um, like I like I said about Barkley, teams are going to scheme for him, but he's still so talented. He's still going to get you enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. Again, we to go back to Kamara, but I'm still sliding him. I don't. Maybe it's because he had Ingram to bounce off of. Ingram took some of the load. We'll see how he is this year. Being again, it's kind of like the McCaffrey thing. Yeah. Can you be the Can you be the guy if you are? Then I'll believe you. But they don't, like you said, Peyton doesn't do that, and they brought someone in. To almost mimic the yep. Ingram role from yep. last year, I you're not it. worried about the sophomore slump with Barkley. 
his sophomore slump is still going to, I think, be a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. You know what right. I mean? Because that's really all they have to turn to is him. Yeah, that their offensive, their wide receiver core is absolutely I, depleted. Tate suspended. Sh- Shepard's hurt. He's yeah. always hurt. Yeah. That so, um, I mean, it's the volume thing. You'll get the volume at least. Volume, volume, yeah. volume, volume, volume. Especially in PPR leagues, because they do throw them, they dump yeah. them the ball. Yeah, a lot. they'll dump it off to him. But that's my three. Who you got, Matt? I have the same three actually. I have, but I have in a little bit different order. I went with Kamara one just because there is that potential that they do give him the ball just a little bit more. His efficiencies are through the charts, through off, you know, they're absolutely crazy. So if they give him just a little bit more, maybe he finds the end zone more, and that makes him number one. McCaffrey, for everything Ryan said, kid's a stud, and he proved it last year. That was really his chance to make himself elite, and he did it. And then I have Barkley at three because he has the most question marks because of that line, the other weapons. Are they going to have a QB change in the middle of the year? For those reasons, I made him third. Uh, one guy I do see, and I want to get, I want to hear what you have to say, Ryan. That might creep up into the top three is Nick Chubb with the Browns. So, the Browns have too many mouths. I actually love Nick Chubb. I do. Right. Um, they have a ton of mouths to feed, and then I don't know how involved he's going to be after what halfway through the season. Kareem Hunt's going to show up. Week. Well, he can come in week eleven. I think it is. Huh? I thought it's it was like a ten. Well, it's a ten game suspension. Oh, I thought it was an eight game suspension. Or well, maybe he comes back week ten. He has an eight game suspension bye in the bye week yeah, or something. All right. So I mean, for the majority of the year, you'll have Chubb. Um, I would love to see him get. I mean, I I'm one of those. I want the Browns to be good. Why not? They've like it's been long enough. Let the right. Browns be good. Uh, let Chubb run all over the place. Let 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 Bacon chuck it. But you know he's chucking it to Njoku. He's check he's chucking it to Beckham. You got Landry there still. Um, so it's a lot to go around. So his could be a, a pure volume. How many touches he's going to get every game? Right. But he has the potential, in my opinion, to get up there. Yeah, I like him too, honestly. I think he could creep up. He needs, you're starting to see him more in the, the expert rankings creeping up because I think they th- the potential of that offense can't be ignored. And they got rid of Duke too. So Duke's Right, which he was, you know, he had, he was up for, you know, I think, a couple touchdown games more than once. You and know, he, he caught the, the ball. Yeah. Right, if Nick Chubb takes some of that next step. So interesting. Neither one of you guys had Todd Gurley or Ezekiel Elliott mm. on your list. Nope. Two other studs. And a cowboy. Uh, and a cowboy. Don't, I mean, like I, to, don't like to draft your own players. Right? I actually own Zeke in, in our dynasty league, yes, which yes. is now burning me. But um, <laughs> I mean, if Zeke's on the field, you know what you're getting. And I do. I honestly do think he'll be on the field because I think he realizes he has zero leverage. Um, but even looking at again, looking at that Cowboys team, it's a new OC with Kellen Moore. You know, they became the last few years. They were so stinking predictable that I think. They gotta force to go away from that predictability and not just give it and let Zeke run into a mountain yeah. of people on first and ten. Now, now it's second and nine. We'll try it again. Um, he's still gonna get at excellent numbers if he shows up, but um, I think he'll be more of a top five, not a top three. And Gurley, I just don't trust that knee or whatever heck right. he's got going on over there. I don't trust that at all. They they're doing like some shady like Andrew Luck business almost with his injury. Whatever like, was happening with him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like right. what and and the. And then earlier in the NFC round, he was only play a little bit, and it's like, what is what is it? Yeah, so, C.J. Anderson right. got a lot of love that weekend. He killed the Cowboys. God, yes, I'm not never sorry. Forget that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's why I got them a lot. I actually I wouldn't even touch Gurley this year, but we'll get to that. Question: Would you have take? Would you have uh, Zeke in your top three if there was no holdout issues? If he was there from day one, happy as a clam, ready to rock? That's never, why we have Matt on the podcast. Great questions to, like that. I never <laughs> try to play favorites, but with Zeke, I might have taken him at three. Okay. 
I would have too. I would have too. I think he's a stud, and he he just catches the ball more and more every year. That's what I'm hoping for this year. Right. That Kellen Moore will get him involved more um, in the passing game. I don't see why not. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about Damian Williams or Casey? I think the hype's too high. Hype's too high. Hype's too high. Hype's too high. But I mean, I think his touchdown yesterday proved he still has the he still has the juice. And in that offense, if they give him the love, there's really only that sixth round pick really now standing in his way from getting every bat, every touch. Yeah, he he has a chance to go up, but like like Ryan said, his ADP is way too high for me to really take him in drafts. How about another holdout, Melvin Gordon? Gordon would have to fall pretty deep for me. I'm not that I've never been a big Gordon guy to begin with, which is actually I think there was like a crazy stat that was like in the last three years, like which running back has the most touchdowns. And it was actually Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like, blew my mind. I think, it, like, the get-up on ESPN ran this one day, and I was like, it's Zeke. And I really, I literally thought it was Zeke because they just feed him so much. Right. And it was like, Melvin Gordon. I'm like, what? But he's still got an injury history. He's got some, I think, knee issues himself. Um, and now he's full-on adamant that he will sit out games. He do- does not care. So that's just too hairy to me. If he went to – if you're looking at, like, the fifth round and he's still sitting on the board – and you have a legitimate mm-hmm. running back already. All right, now now it's a fair take, and then you can you can reap the benefits of it. But uh, bo- above that, like typically, he would probably be a late first, yeah, early second. If people are still drafting him there, you're crazy, absolutely crazy. I agree with you there. I just a lot of what uh, Melvin Gordon's appeal was the like the love that they gave him. They yeah. would give him the ball inside the twenty, inside the ten, at the goal line, third and one, give it to him again. Yep. And if he falls out of favor with the the management and the organization. And they start going, okay, you did a good job, okay, but we're bringing in Eckler now. We're bringing in Justin from Jackson. What my understanding is they're nowhere close on numbers. <laughs> right, he's more, money. He, they're yeah. nowhere close on the numbers for money, so this could go on and on. Right. Go I, Austin, I, I, stay away. Go get right? Austin stay Eckler away. instead. Austin Eckler. That's the thing about drafting uh, Gordon also. I feel like it, you almost now have to reach for at least one of those two guys. Yeah. You can't take Gordon in the third and not protect yourself for the first X amount of weeks if he holds out. And the problem, too, if you – Every every league has like a sneaky guy, so if you if you take Gordon, you're like now nah, I'm gonna grab Eckler like three rounds later. There's gonna be a guy that he just grabbed Gordon. I'm grabbing Eckler. Oh yeah, instantly Absolutely. puts him on their radar. And just to just to mess with you. Now you now you've just drafted a running back that you might not have, mm-hmm. and you can't get the other guy that's gonna step into his shoes. So right with the value in the f- the first few rounds in this year's draft, I-, I would stay away from Gordon. Yep. All right, James. Any thoughts on running backs before we move on? No. They pretty much answered. James all is good. Where do you guys want to go next? Quarterback? Yeah, we'll go. We'll Let's go, go quarterback. Right there. All right, Matt. Why don't you hit us with your top three to start? Okay, so my top three is Pat Mahomes at one for obvious reasons. Uh, De- uh, Deshaun Watson at two because I just think with his legs he is a fantasy uh, contributor at the highest level. And my third one. This is a little bit. Well, it's not that it's unpopular. It's just I'm ta- I'm I'm letting the the hype rise. I'm going Baker Mayfield at three. Wow, the I, weapons. Lo- I love how different we are on this list. Oh, that's good because we were, we were. I mean, we were pretty much yeah, hand uh, step for step. I in, mean, uh, I the want the same thing. I want Mayfield yeah. to be that high. I don't. I'm kind of weird with that. I I was so anti Johnny Manziel, and kind of Baker's got the same moxie, but for yeah. some reason I'm all in on Baker because he's a winner. He's, he's, a he's like a winner. I don't know like why the difference, but I I hope he gets that high. For me, I'm Mahomes one. It's just just right. a no brainer. But then we're completely different. Two, I have Matt Ryan. Okay. Matt Ryan could put up another MVP season this year. Talking, he was number two last year. I'm talking 5,000, and that was, what, the first year in that new offense? Mm-hmm. Where typically he struggles mightily in a first year in a new offense. Now it's the second year, second year of Calvin Ridley. Devontae Freeman's health, finally healthy. I think Matt Ryan could be doing 5,000 yards, 35 touchdowns, 
I think you have MVP numbers. Plus, I mean, their defense will be okay, not great. They're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to have to have shootouts. They have great division for shootouts, too. Well, exactly. The, those games against the Indoor Saints, games yeah. when it's cold everywhere in the country, but they're indoors. And then third, I actually kind of caught myself off, you know, off of it. Surprise on this one by putting him third. It's guys, guys, this is one of those, when you were with Ryan, this is like your first time with Ryan. These are one of these moments. <laughs> Get ready for this. Jared Goff. Wow. Ooh. That was a good pick. That's Now, when you, that's good. When you watch Goff... A lot of it was he got labeled early that game manager thing. Mm-hmm. Game manager, game manager. You watched last year, he was on fire. He lost Cup, he went down mm-hmm. a little bit. Cup's back. Even when he went down a little bit, he still went great. But when you look at it from a fantasy standpoint and you compare the fantasy numbers and the points that he put up, Goff was one of the top quarterbacks last year. Oh, yeah. And again, what's going on with Gurley? Are they going to be able to feed him the rock 25 times a game? I don't know. Doesn't look like it. Um, they're in love with Josh Reynolds, the mm-hmm. other wide receiver. So you got cut back, Reynolds. you got Robert Woods, who's turned into a premier wideout. you still got Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. That ball is going all over that field. And Goff's going to be the one throwing that ball. And Goff can have very lofty numbers again this year. You mentioned Deshaun Watson. I just keep waiting for him to take that next step. What did he get last year? Like 28 throwing touchdowns? It's just not that much. And it's like, where is it, Watson? Right. And, like, what, like half of those were, like, Will Fuller, like, the first, like, three weeks. Yeah. Or and then Will, Will Fuller's a key to that offense. All he gets he is, like, stretches it out big time. And then he gets hurt. Another no-dame guy. No. Well, it took Watson a few <laughs> games last year to get back into the swing after coming back yeah. off the knee injury. Yeah. So it's, like, maybe it's finally this year, but it's, like, you keep waiting for that, like, 30 to 35 touchdown year that really, you know, really pushing over 4,000 yards a year. Hasn't happened yet. So that's why I didn't have Watson as high as what. But even last year, people had Watson that high, then you kind of got burned for it. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's why I list a little different there. So you left some big names off your list. You left Breeze off, mm-hmm. Phillip Rivers, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Obviously Tom Brady, but I don't expect anybody to have him high because of the nature of the Patriots' offense. I'll go into those first names first, but you, sure. mentioned, you mentioned Brady. No, we'll talk about Brady later. Well, no, I, I, I have some Brady takes, too. So. Okay. I just want to mention, I, for the heck of it, I did a free public draft the other day because with our Dynasty League, we don't have a regular draft. Right. I just wanted to do one. Brady went undrafted. Wow. So we'll, we can talk about that, but yeah. he went undrafted. Uh, the other quarterbacks, the big one was Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Seattle is going to run, 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 run. They're going to run the ball. They drafted DK Metcalf, who I think is completely overrated. You're drafting just a guy that's all muscle. Like, that's not a skill. And like he's hurt. Receiver. And he's already hurt. He's he already has to get knee surgery. Uh, their third string guy just got hurt. Um, David Moore. Thank you. He's out. Who so people you, did, did like as a sleeper. Yeah, but so you, that's got, you hurt basically them. got Lockett. Mm-hmm. And they're all invested on Carson and Penny, and they have made it clear they are running that football. So, I mean, Russell Wilson's still going to be a great quarterback. Is he going to be great in the fantasy world? I don't think so. That's why I drop him. Breeze, I mean, I got as, as much as I hate the Patriots, I think there's only one guy that can really play to this level in his 40s, and I don't. And it's Brady, and I don't think Breeze. I think Breeze is going to start to drop off. I do. I'm not saying drastic. I'm not doing the Max Kellerman Cliff ah, stuff. He still but throws I, the ball all over the place on that team. But I think He's his good. numbers could be a little bit slighted. Is he off and the again, playing enough? in a dome, I mean, like he puts after, up numbers. After these guys, I'm probably looking you know, around 5-6, Breeze will be there. You know? Right. He's just that, but he also he has those ghost games and where all, you need forget, him so forget, bad. Don't forget we skipped Aaron Rodgers, but maybe you want to talk about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rodgers? Yeah. Rodgers, too. Yeah. I, I just, well, for Rodgers, I just think this is the worst weaponry he's had maybe in his whole career. It's his own fault. It's what you get for taking right. all the money. I mean, his, <laughs> you're talking about late-round draft picks at receiver other than Devontae, an aging Jimmy Graham, a rookie tight end that usually is a project, when we get to running the, backs that they're, they're okay. Yeah, they, we don't I mean, we don't know how great Aaron Jones is really going to be. 
or right. how often they're actually going to run the ball. There's that because we've clearly learned that Rodgers, once he gets to the line of scrimmage, is going to do it every once anyway. Right. So in his first year with a new head coach, yep. new head coach, yeah, who's like 97 years old, and he has yeah. no, no, the new head <laughs> coach no, is like 16. Yeah, he's oh, I'm thinking, I'm Matt sorry, LaFleur. I'm thinking of um, uh, Van, uh, Vic Fangio, whatever that went to Denver. Oh, and, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, and I think him and Rodgers have already butted heads. Yeah. Well, the, the, I mean. You go out and get Lafleur, and the Titans said, "What, like the twenty fifth best offense?" Right. <laughs> it was like, what? like they hired him basically because he was because he talked to Sean McVay, Sean McVay for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I once, hey, I once like I was I knew a guy that was like traveling once, and he knew another guy who took a picture of Sean McVay. So I have an interview next week. I was going to say you could be, <laughs> yeah, you you might be a line for a quarterbacks coach somewhere. Um, but when we get, we'll, I'll touch on Rogers some more when we get to that players to avoid uh, section. I got some stuff on mm. him. All right, cool. James, any QB thoughts? They answered my questions again. They answered your questions. One of our members in our fantasy league actually dropped Drew Brees. Oh, I, I actually have one. Okay. How does Andrew Luck's retirement factor into this? Where did you have him on the list prior to this? So Luck was tough already because of this calf, ankle, leg, foot. Shoulder. Ev- back, body, voice. <laughs> Hairline. Ev- yeah, everything. That neck was r- beard. Neck yeah. beard. <laughs> Scraggly neck beard. Everything that was wrong with him made it very interesting. So I, I have luck. I, I am a victim of the luck retirement. So we can go back to last year where he was hurt again. Mm-hmm. I believe I took Andrew Luck in the seventh round, and that paid off mightily. This year I would have had, if I was not dynasty doing a legitimate draft, I'd have luck. You, it's it's like a risk pick because you start pay off last mm-hmm. year. But with no risk, no reward, I would have him probably around that sixth, seventh round mark again. Like second or third tier quarterbacks yep. coming off the board. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Yep. He because can't. if once he was healthy, he has some weapons. He has a great head coach. It was it was looking like uh, he was they a good value in the draft. They finally put some money into the offensive mm-hmm. line. I, Defense. I, I actually do have a question. Lamar Jackson. Baltimore. I am not sold on him as a quarterback, I period. Never mind putting up fantasy points. I don't love Jackson at all. But the one thing, the way I, I consider Lamar Jackson a backup fantasy quarterback. Yeah. And I consider him a good, if you're in one of those new random finagle, you know. The Superflex leagues you and cra- stuff? You crazy kids with your two quarterback leagues. Yeah. <laughs> you're in one of those. You can take Lamar Jackson as your two. If you're going into a fantasy area with a 10-team, 12-team, and it's one quarterback league, and you're taking Lamar Jackson as your starter, Godspeed. Yeah. Um, I also – I. I don't know. Again, I keep I hate doing this. Does his body hold up? If you're gonna be that skinny and you're gonna be running all the time, full speed into these NFL linebackers, are you gonna pop up every time? If Cam Newton can't, and yeah, he's built right. like a tank, <laughs> are you gonna be able to? And we actually missed one more quarterback, the Who? biggest quarterback on Kyler Murray. Kyler. Biggest? You mean the smallest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best thing I saw was his first preseason game when he came running out of the team. Somebody was like. He looks like one of those kids from a Make-A-Wish Foundation that they let him run out of the tunnel with. (laughs) Like the uh, soccer kids before the big games that they stand next to the athletes. I am one of those guys where, like, is he – is his height a factor? I don't know. I think there's too much hype. I just don't – I believe in the short people. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Drew Brees is short. Russell Wilson's short. Very true. Um, Arizona's going to be bad, though. Right. Like, this is what – like. You got to give a lot of these rookies that buffer year. Because if you're getting drafted first overall, what does it mean? It means your team is bad. It means your team's real bad. So you got to be prepared for the bumps in the road. Um, Dynasty league is a no-brainer pick to put on your team, and I would pencil him in like Lamar Jackson, backup, backup quarterback. Yeah, don't um, rely on him early do on. Do not rely on, a, not even just him. Don't rely on a rookie quarterback. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald's what year? Fifteen, sixteen. Well, yeah. So well, that's, this that, is that's going wide on. receiver one. Yeah, they just had another one of their wideouts break his hand. One of their rookie wideouts was it Keyshawn? Keyshawn was good. No, not no. Keyshawn because he's playing well. Keyshawn Johnson, not the Keyshawn. Another Keyshawn. It's his nephew, isn't it? I think so. Then, he's related um, to him. They have Christian Kirk in year two, which I do have high hopes right. for, and that's and they also were the ones that took uh, Andy Isabella out of UMass, UMass product. Yep. So I mean, but again, you don't know. You don't know if Kirk's going to be this guy. You don't know if Andy Isabella is going to be like a legitimate slot guy. New head you coach know, too. Everyone, every short white guy that comes out as a wide receiver, you want to be like he's the next Walker. He's the next Edelman. Yeah. That's what everyone jumps to. We don't know if he is. So weapons wise, could be could be tough. The only thing is, is David Johnson. Even him. Which David Johnson are you getting? What David Johnson? What offensive line are you getting? Yeah. So it looked pretty lot. bad so far in this offseason. Again, you can take Murray. It's about knowing It's what how you place your expectations of it. Exactly. Dynasty, bye. Go ahead and draft him. Yep. Wouldn't make him a priority, but if he's there, take him. But if you redraft and you have deep benches or you took a shot on if you're just like waiting, waiting, waiting at QB, yeah. grab him as your second. Hey, maybe you could even partner him up with Lamar Jackson. And just go ultimate risk right there. <laughs> that, that that free fantasy league I did just the heck yep. of it. I called it my all risk team because I took Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown, AJ Green, like all these guys that suspended right. hurt. Having I was like, yeah, why not? Like it's not costing me <laughs> nothing. All right, why don't we move on to wide receivers wide now? Receivers. Ryan, who you have on your I list? I feel like we might be close on this one. So one is DeAndre Hopkins. Dude's just a freak of nature. Guy can catch everything. Um, two is somebody I think is having a career year this year, which is Devontae Adams. I love Devontae Adams. I think he's having a career year because, again, you mentioned it. What else is he relying on? Right. Marquez valdez Scalding and Geronimo. What a great name. Geronimo <laughs> Allison. <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy that can make guys look good. And he does. He's so reliable. And Devontae's so reliable. And they've had rumors that uh, – Vasquez, Skelting, they do have a good connection going on there. So if all – and I'm saying him in terms – even though I know it's about Adams, because if he can get any sort of connection in relationship with this guy, it'll shift the field enough away – a little bit away – you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it won't be so Devontae-Adams-centric uh, defense. Everything's going to be on Adams' side. Yeah. Adams, you know. You don't want a safety and a cornerback and a shadow so, linebacker yep, on him or whatever. If they get a little bit on the other side of the field, it's kind of Aaron like Jones can get moving a little bit. Aaron Jones, yep. Moss and Walker. Moss. Yep. Yeah, you need somebody to help take. Got the eye grow. Yeah, and then Walker. Yeah, you 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 defenses can't hone in on that yeah. one player. Yeah, so yeah. I mean Adams is my two because I think those guys will take just enough to just let Rogers and Adams light it up. And third, because it goes off of what I said about Ryan is Julio Jones. Julio, I like last Julio. year had that weird issue. Or, well, not issue. He didn't score to what to like week eleven or something. Mm-hmm. He was yep. getting like a hundred yards a game, but he wasn't getting in the end zone. They just could not get him in the end zone. Um, but they are just gonna chuck that ball. And Calvin Ridley proved last year. As a three to be a legitimate two, he's going to jump Sanu this year. Calvin Ridley yeah. is going to be starting at the X, and you know Julio at the Y, or vice versa, or whatever. And uh, with Ridley being as good as he is, again, it's what happens. It takes some as much as possible, just very little attention away. From, they have to focus on him so much. But Jones proved he can go catch it anywhere. And if if you know Ryan's going to be throwing for five thousand yards, he's going to be looking at Julio Jones. So those are my top three. My only, I love, I I like those guys. Uh, very, very much. So when I they're not on my top three, but I do have them in my wide receiver ones. My only uh, real concern with Julio, I've heard the comparison with him and Calvin, Calvin Johnson, Johnson, and I just can never, I can't get out of my head. I was the guy who traded for Calvin right before he retired. I could see Julio kind of, he's had foot problems. He's he's huge. He's huge. He's on turf. I you know I could see having one of those things, but it, you know if not, I, I mean if if you were drafting, I would still take him. I'm not that worried. Yeah. But no, uh, I'll get to my top three actually because we do differ on two of them. 
DeAndre, number one. The guy literally didn't have a drop pass last year. He's a freak. That's crazy. He caught it off his rear end and didn't drop it. That's hot. That is, I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of things, and hot is definitely one of them. My number two, I went with Michael Thomas. I just, I love Michael Thomas. I, love I think Michael he's Thomas, such a stud. It me not to put him in my three. He also, he always seems to just come up big when the team needs it, which is good for when you're running into the playoffs when games are key. I love Michael Thomas. I'm, I'm all about him in, in, in redrafts, dynasties, whatever you can get your hands on. Michael Thomas is my number two. And my number three, Antonio Brown. I love Antonio Brown. I'm the biggest Antonio Brown stand you'll ever meet. And I just I I think of it he is going down great at quarterback, but as somebody who's watched more Antonio Brown plays than probably anyone in the country, Ben Roethlisberger screws up as many plays as he makes. Do and think, I feel do like Do you think Brown's going to have almost like a little bit of like cuz he thinks a ton of people hate him now, which he's right. Um but does he think he's going to have like a little bit of this I don't know if chips chip on the show is the word, but to just come oh, out yeah. here and just ball. This guy's made a career off of well, chip. He's got to get on the field first. Yeah. Right, right. And he can even find a helmet he can wear. No. Well, now he's down to his no options. He lost his second yeah. grievance. Is helmet really like that? Un- it's a superstition thing. It's a superstition I was just saying, thing. Because I've, I never, I mean, I've played football, but not to like, you know, helmet level, flag, whatever. You know, right. You play, but like, does it really feel that much different? Yeah. Is it that much un- uncomfortable? Yes. And I think it's a sus- like but, he's just had the yeah. same but helmet his whole career. Brady had a change. Right, and he didn't like it, Jason, but he didn't make Jason, a stink of it. Jason Witten had a change when he came back this year. Yeah, we well, can't. Like it. You got to protect that melon because we need him back in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't like it, but it's like that's that's what it is. Right. He's no, he's like, the only one making a stink like of it. All these players, a lot of them are like. NFL doesn't care about our health. All right, we're gonna we, we're gonna change. We tested all these helmets. We're gonna change the helmets. I want my helmet back. Yeah. Well, you can't. I was literally at the point where like, let him sign some sort of contract that lets him wear his helmet. Just some se- yeah, and just some anything, waiver. He can't sue them for anything of any head injuries, which I think all this thing he which did he already about has that, exactly what he just did with this helmet proves he already has head injuries. Well, as, like I said, as Antonio Brown fanatic, I, I'm not, he's always been this way. Like he's always had a chip on his shoulder. May this might be his own way of conjuring it more, but I don't know. That might be a little bit tinfoil hat. What a big word. But uh, what's the dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Brown. He just he makes so many plays, and I just think a guy who can keep the ball like Derek Carr, he can short pass type of guy. I think this guy's gonna catch a lot of catches. Not as many big plays because he can't do what Ben Roethlisberger did. But I think he's gonna make a lot of catches, and he makes plays after the catch. That, that's a, that was another question I was bring up. How is the Raiders? Year two for Carr and everybody. I I personally think the Raiders can be pretty good. I think they'd be pretty good too. Um, if I was a legitimate betting person, which I'm not, I would put money on Derek Carr to win MVP. The odds would be tremendous. His odds are like I don't want, I don't want to make this up, but I want to say they were like 300 to one or something. Right. But like, and you've seen this before. Andy Dalton made a run at MVP. Like, Matt Ryan won an MVP. Guys can come out of nowhere to win MVP. The Raiders' defense is not going to be good. Making the Raiders' offense with the talent they have, they're gonna have, be, have to be good. Like mm-hmm. Carr's gonna be chucking this ball, man. And you got Brown, and I think an underrated signing is Tyrell Williams. Absolutely, big body in the end zone, big field stretcher. Um, and then Darren Waller, I believe his name is the tight end. I, more to come from me. I got him yeah, on one of my I'm, lists. Uh, I like uh, I like Waller at the tight end position, and then they got the rookie back out of Bama. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talent sitting over there. Derek Carr kind of has not to mention it's like offensive lines in the NFL. Cowboys Raiders, you can fight either one. For the best right, one. they've had a good line for years. So they got the line in front of them. It's literally like the defense is going to hold them back and like Carr make the plays, man. And Derek Carr, he was touted at one point. 
You know, when he came out of Fresno State, people thought he could be one of the next Golden Golden Goose, and he got the the, the paycheck to to match. Yep. So there is something one. there if he's healthy. He has the weapons, like Ryan said. He's got the coach that believes in him. That you could see some uh, some improvements from Oakland. I, mean, I think well, I have the Raiders just missing out on the postseason, like a nine and seven team, but that can easily. That'd be a huge win for them, though. Nine wins would be huge but for Oakland. That can easily flip to a ten and six, if not more. But Carr's first couple of years in the league, he was very good. Right. And last then, year, would he like, blow out his knee? Or? He had that thumb injury, a back injury. Yeah, he had all these year, a knee injuries. Yeah, good. he just did not come back to the same level he was at no, before he was out. He looked like right. his brother instead. Have, have any of you been watching uh, Hard Knocks this year on HBO? Oh, yeah. Love it. I only saw the first episode. That that show, I, I have only watched two years. It was I'm watching this year mm-hmm. and, the, and the year with Rex Ryan right. with the oh, Jets. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if they don't have a damn year. snack. Right, wasn't that the Danny Woodhead year? Right, yeah. he was on that team. Yeah, you know, if they don't have like an an interesting coach mm-hmm. character, you know, like the year they had Miami with Joe Philbin, my God, that was boring. That, Tana yeah. Hill, that was a, that was yeah. a snooze fest. This year is good. Gruden, he's yeah. he's a psycho. He is a psycho. Yeah, he is a psycho. That dude is off. And the Antonio Brown drums made good TV. Yep. Yeah, you know, showing like off his his frostbite feet. Which oh, that was nasty. Early on in the process, uh, one of the fantasy doctors on Twitter said it was not going to be an issue. So I've never thought that would be an issue for him. <laughs> Fantasy my sources, my quote-unquote sources. <laughs> I'm telling you, these doctors, you got to follow on Twitter if you play fantasy football. On the weekend, As I'm, a two f- I'm a fantasy proctologist on the weekend. No, no. Uh, there's a fantasy tip for you guys. This is a fantasy job. episode. <laughs> follow certain guys they talk about. In baseball, I follow weather guys to help you out. Oh, for, for sure. Even for baseball, weather for, guys. Yep. When you get to the, like, November, December. You need December, to know about certain yeah. decisions. You need these. If you wow. got Drew Brees playing outside in December, and they're like, oh, it's going to snow that, Yep, you got. You need these decisions. The cool thing is, I'm in majority of a league with both of them. So now, well, I'm you are looking at the one. So and now you know all the secrets, year. James. You got. You got to follow the weather yeah. guys. You got to follow the weekend this, doctors. This is why my team sucks. Doctor Chow, I think his name is. Honestly, it's <laughs> I think it's Cho or Chow. I follow. That sounds fake. <laughs> it's not the comedian from The Hangover. Does he, have a, does he have a blue check mark? <laughs> he does. He does, and he's relied upon by other fantasy uh, people. But don't listen to him. Listen to us. Wow, we that, got that's a whole need. cottage industry that I never even thought of. Oh yeah, fantasy. The fantasy. Wow. How did I miss all these boats, man? I don't know. Fantasy as an industry is booming. That's why every way, every year you hear about the best player, the best this, the best that, because you have to has to accelerate every there's, year. There's you can't actually, just keep stay stagnant. I saw it somewhere. There's actually a football league starting, and it's a fantasy football league. Yeah, my sister was telling me about this. Yeah, and there's uh, New England has a team. It's the Cape Cod Fishermen or something. Ocho Cinco is like an investor or owns a team or yeah, something. and you actually own it, the team. And it's actually your team, like, right? You pay a subscription. Wait, do people and you actually get to make decisions? Do people actually play and they just score by no. fantasy points? Oh, so it's like an esports I think thing. The, no, I think it's more of the decisions are made by fantasy players and that gets acted out on the field. Like I, if I remember correctly, I haven't done my research, so I, I, I am kind of shooting from the hip a little bit. And they're not like fully, but yeah. To me, what I'm getting out of it is you're and you're investing into this league and. You're gonna be the owner of this team. Yeah, and you can uh, you you can help with plays or something. I, I think it gets crazy. I'm so confused. It, it's it's it <laughs> yeah. is very confusing. And now, like I said, I'm shooting from the hip. This is going on second secondhand information from a month ago or two yeah. months ago. Yeah. Wow, interesting stuff. Breaking news: I am an owner of the Cape Cod Seagulls. <laughs> Cape Cod Seagulls. <laughs> Cape Cod Shacks. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Change. We're changing the name. Decision yep. from the fantasy Cape guy. Cape Cod Seagulls. <laughs> Any garbage you drop. I'm paying five extra dollars. I'm changing the name. All right, so should we move on to tight ends? We can. Well, 
I guess that's the proctologist. All right. Ah, <laughs> 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 um, See those Ryan experiences. It's very you got to be ready for them. Matt, I'm gonna go to you first. <laughs> okay, so my tight end one is George Kittle. I think he is a chance of taking the uh, extra step up and just be probably tight somebody end one. not a lot of people have heard of. He, he he's out in San Francisco. Playing out in San Francisco. He had a great year last year, but. He didn't have a lot of touchdowns. He had a lot of breakaway runs, which I think you'll see regression in his breakaway uh, y- uh, yards after catch, but you'll see in a positive regression in the touchdowns. So I think I have him at my tight end one. Tight end two, I have uh, Catching Kelsey. That is a reference to a dating show he had, which I watched a couple episodes of. Not great, but I do like the fantasy player. He's uh, my number two. And number three, I have Zach Ertz. Uh, I do think he has a lot of question marks uh, going into this year, but... I did have a number two because he, I mean number three because he's a stud. What are these question marks? Uh, mainly Dallas Goddard and other miles to feed. Also tight ends. He 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 took a long time to develop. He's already in his thirties. You know, we could see a little bit of a downslide in his athletic ability. That'll make my list interesting because Zach Ertz is number one. He's good. He's my number three. But he's my number one. Uh, Dallas Goddard was there last year. They proved they can coexist. And last year Ertz. Broke the record for most receptions made by tight end in a year. Yeah, he killed me in the in the championship, but I think of You're welcome. Yeah, two of my leagues. Um so Ertz is my number one, just coming off of what he did last year. Gotta put him at one. Hopefully you have a uh, You also have Wentz healthy. I was hopefully. gonna say I was gonna say hopefully well, I, was but gonna I say, actually hope he's not healthy. That would scare me because you don't have Foles as the backup anymore. That's true. Yeah, but when you get to a backup, look what George Kittle did last year. Backups love just dumping true. it off. Do back, true. Yeah, true. It's like but maybe they love Goddard. Bucket. Yeah. You know they the the the, the coaching staff loves Goddard. Well, I'll send a letter down to Dallas, and I'll have, like, Leighton Vanders take Goddard out of the equation, all right? Oh, see, that's stuff you don't get anywhere else. <laughs> uh, two, I got Kelsey. Yep. Because, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think I have to say much. Three, you ready for three? Yep. Hunter Henry. Oh, I do like Hunter Henry. Bouge. I do. Um, he was hype coming in the last year, blew that ACL out early. He is healthy. He is ready to rock. If Melvin Gordon ain't there at the goal line, who is? Hunter Mike Williams? Henry. Oh, Hunter Henry. I actually sorry. love Mike Williams, too. Yeah, my, it, I'm high on him this year. When you're, li- when you're linked to that high-powered offense, like you said, no Gordon in the red but, zone, uh, he, can, he can be a I'm benefit I'm setting from that. lofty expectations for Hunter Henry this year. So, he is my three. Healthy, he can be a legitimate tight end in this league. And I do not have George Kittle on my list. Again, we'll get to that. A couple of West Coast boys. <laughs> so, no Jared Cook, no Kyle Rudolph on no. either one of your lists. No. no. I actually did keep Jared Cook in the league as my 10th keeper. But that was mainly more of a factor of who would be available where my draft picks were and yada yada. And Rudolph's problem is you don't know what's going on with Minnesota. They also drafted a kid, too. They yeah, drafted they, that kid uh, from Bama. Uh, Smith. Yeah. Smith Jr. Irv. Irv Good old Irv. Irv. Irv Smith. And then Rudolph got ticked, and then he won yep. the contract, then he got the contract, and then he complained. that la- He was saying last year he didn't have a full off season with Cousins. Now he does, so he thinks he's going to be great. I don't believe him, but here we are. He'll have at least one game with five touchdowns, but it's that's just about like it. When you l- Rudolph's the guy, and you look at the end of the year, it's like a good year. It's like 790 yards and six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But, like, it all comes in, like, a chunk. Like week Thanksgiving th- Day game. <laughs> yeah, like Thanksgiving, and then, like, week four, he'll yep. get, like, three touchdowns, and there's nothing else around that. It's just so odd. When he was on your bench for at least one of those games. Yeah. Because yeah. you get to that point where, like, you know, I can't play him anymore. Three touchdowns. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Who was the tight end for uh, Cincinnati last year, the would he break his leg? Eifert. He's like, Eifert. Yeah, he's is a, he still out? He's back again. He's, he's giving another go. A team-friendly deal just to try to prove that he can play. Cause really? It's how many years in a row now he's been hurt. He, his initial was the Pro Bowl yep. like three years ago. And he swore he never played in the Pro Bowl again, which you won't have to because you can never stay on the field long enough to get to one. He's a Notre Dame yeah. guy, right, James? He is yes. a Notre Dame yeah. guy. Is he? But he has suffered some legitimate injuries year after year after year. So There was uh, a guy who looked like he was going to be the next Gronkowski yeah, oh, when yeah. he first started Big, out. Big, fast, athletic. Hey, again, now if he can stay healthy, A.J. Green's out. Right. So, like, he can put up some numbers in Cincinnati. It's just 
will he stay on that field? Right. You, you can't bet on that. That's something that – So he could be a shot for a late-round pick. With – we're going to go back to wide receiver just for a moment. With Green, Uh-oh. what about Tyler Boyd? I know. You love Boyd. Didn't you just sign him like three years? Yes. Um, Boyd's my guy. All these questions are probably for my team. I know. Are we just <laughs> trying to help James win in our <laughs> own fantasy league? Do you want me to start to play as a target position now and go right to wide receiver? Because that's who I have as my wide receiver to target. Yeah, that's a good segue. Okay. See, All right. you produce a lot of things, James. James is a pro. He is an um, absolute pro. Right to the segue. Look at this. Green's hurt. Uh, last year, Boyd put up uh, a thousand yards, over yep. a thousand yards, and seven scores. Yep. Um, stay on the field. You can look at more of twelve hundred yards and ten scores. Um, I like Boyd. Uh, again, I think it's setting lofty goals, but I think he can reach those goals. Mm-hmm. And you know, can Andy Alt do it? Hopefully. He looks like a Keenan Allen prototype, which I like That's Keenan Allen. Compare. That's a good compare. You know, he's not super athletic, but his route running is very precise, yeah, and he Boyd, seems to get open really Boyd really. is one of those guys I would target because he's not as – clearly not as, you know, rich um, in terms of draft position right. as the Antonio Browns, the, you know, the DeAndre Hopkins. You can wait guys, a little bit. And still hopefully get some really solid numbers out of him. So, you know, as wide receiver, he is he was my guy for uh, to target. Did you have anyone in particular? To target, I do. Actually, I would target DeAndre Hopkins in the first round. I have done some mock drafts, and I've liked the teams I've come away taking them as high as 1-1. Wow. That's aggressive. So I, I'm, I'm targeting DeAndre Hopkins. If you're in any of my redraft leagues, this is the time you turn off the podcast. Actually, it was probably about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> How about players to avoid? So we'll st- we'll, I'll start at quarterback, and I mentioned Rodgers earlier, and Rodgers is my quarterback to avoid. Um, his ADP is way too high for me. He's still being drafted like you know Aaron Rodgers of four years ago, which mm-hmm. maybe he can be, but I don't know. Yeah, they um, slotted him right into QB two pretty much in yeah, uh, preseason. He's had ranks. some um, legitimate injuries now. Uh, we just discussed that his wide receiver corpse isn't exactly core, isn't exactly great. But um, yet you have Devontae Adams in your top three for wide receivers. Somebody's got to throw him the somebody's ball. Somebody's got to catch the and ball. And Adams did it with Brett Hundley. He yeah. did it with every. Yeah. He's done it with everybody. Yeah, someone's got to catch the ball, and Adams can catch it. That a lot of this, when it comes to place to avoid, is that ADP thing. And mm-hmm. I am a big advocate of waiting to draft a quarterback. I am not taking my third-round pick and drafting Aaron Rodgers by any means. That's not happening. You're not taking Mahomes at 10th overall or whatever? Nope. Yeah, that'd be crazy. No, me either. I'm, same, I'm on the same boat. Wouldn't do it. So, he, you know, Rodgers is a player to avoid. Coming into today, I had Lamar Miller as a running back to avoid. So, definitely avoid now him. Definitely now, definitely avoid him. <laughs> <laughs> um and you know what? Remember earlier in the podcast you mentioned you can get players to hurt other players on the field. Did yeah. you do that? That was a Dallas guy, right? Wasn't that a Dallas guy last night that rolled on his ankle? Or oh, whatever? yeah, uh, Malik Collins. Yeah, did you did you, did you signal this in? No, nah, Lamont Miller doesn't affect me in any way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Malik Collins hammered him. Yeah. Um, so instead I flipped that over for running backs to avoid is I'll give you three. One was Gurley. We mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you Tevin Coleman. Well, okay. people, people think he's going to be great just because he's in San Francisco. No, well, they still have Brighton. They still have McKinnon that's going to come off the pup. Too many mouths to feed. Uh, the other one's LaShawn McCoy. People still will draft oh. people because of their name. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, I see LaShawn McCoy. I'm going to take LaShawn McCoy. Did he ruin the Avengers ending for you? No, because I don't watch the Avengers. Oh, I did. He didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I haven't sure seen it yet either. <laughs> I, I won't say anything, but it's great. Right. Watch it. Right, James? But, uh, those are my running backs to avoid. You got any, anybody over I there? do. I also uh, do. We, uh, I wrote down some more players to target. Oh, are yeah, we going to go into back back into that? Which I can do my. We can do whatever we want, Matt. All right, that's, you know we're, what? We're that's running true. the show here. Mike's not here. We can do whatever we, we want. We can do yeah. whatever we want. Who needs Mike? <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll finish. I'll we needed him to get the sound working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know that. So all right, I'll, I'll do my avoids and then we can go back to targets if you guys want. My running back to avoid is Philip Lindsay from Denver. I like that. 
Uh, he tailed they, off. At the end he of tailed off. He he has the the writing on the walls for a one hit wonder. He was, was he undrafted. The local kid? He was a local, the local kid. kid that was undrafted. Very fast, very agile, a lot of big runs. But they also love Royce Freeman. Yeah, he they drafted him in the third round. They're still giving him the chance to play. I think he's the guy you want to target in that backfield. Long I, could, term. I was watching the Broncos game the other night. I can't believe Devontae Book is still there. They be, he must have some dirt on the yeah, organization. Yeah, right. How is he still? What out pictures there? of Elway <laughs> does Booker have to still be on this team and get touches? He's yep. at the same um, massage parlor as Kraft. <laughs> yeah, oh, geez. He, that's where he's wow. getting everyone's. Wow. On, yeah. But but you either. talked about offensive lines. The Broncos always have a strong offensive line. They have a good, line. Line. Yeah. Yeah. good running too. program. Yeah. I mean, year after year after year. They've got a better quarterback since the post Manning era. I mean, Flacco. If you, if you're, you're not relying on Flacco to throw forty times a game, though. yeah, no. he's not fantastic, but was, he's better than what they have. Was Manning there long enough to call it an era? He, he won a Super Bowl, <laughs> right? Super no, Bowl. he didn't get him a Super Bowl. The defense got him a that's Super true. Bowl. That's true. He didn't true. screw it up. That's true. He had what thirteen I mean, pass attempts that game. Threw a couple <laughs> touchdowns against the Patriots in the AFC Championship. That he did. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he picked on Jamie Collins twice. He threw it to uh, it was the old guy. The old tight end. Yeah, that, yeah Dallas Witten, not Dallas Witten. But it was, it was, uh, what's Vernon, his name? Vernon Davis? No, 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 no. Oh. It was, uh, oh, I can't I think forget. of it. Yeah, it's not Owen Daniels. Owen was it? Owen Daniels, Owen I want to say it was. Yep. But anyway, so that will segue into another old tight end that I would avoid, and that's Jimmy Graham. Absolutely. Yeah. Just <laughs> people wait, wait, wait on tight ends, and they want to take a shot at somebody like a Jimmy Graham. Don't waste your time. Take have, someone else. I have two tight ends to avoid. Who's that? One is your number one, George Kittle. Oh, because his ADP? His ADP is in the second round. Yeah, it's that climbed up very, very ridiculous high. ridiculous to me. I am not taking my tight end in the second round. And the other one is Eric Ebron. 13, Which looks better now. 13 yeah. touchdowns yeah. last year. And now, yeah, you're, now that Luck retired. And, like, well, last year was the first year he was actually finally healthy. That was why, yeah. that's why Detroit gave up on him. He couldn't stay on the field. Right, and he was so great because you didn't draft well, him. When you, you look at Ebron's numbers last year, he still only had, like, 700 receiving yards. Right. It was just he kept cashing in on touchdowns, and yeah. I, that's not happening again. So don't fall for those two. Um, I had one other guy, wide receiver, to avoid. And this is, again, a hype train. We talk about the hype train. Chris Godwin. Oh, my. People are blowing this guy up in Tampa Bay like he's going to be like the next, I don't know, like Santana Moss because he's fast. They're talking about him like he's better than Mike Evans already. Like, he hasn't if this guy's shooting up draft boards, like, let somebody else blow the pick on him. I'm, plus, with Jameis Winston. I, I was I'm, just going to say that. With Jameis Winston throwing the ball to knows? him. To the other team. Have faith in over anybody. and over and over yeah. again. I, I don't. stepping on my headphones. I do not. I lost you. mine a long time ago. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, don't don't get in on Chris Godwin. He's an avoid for me. If you have him in Dynasty, I'm okay with him because I think he could be productive, but will you have to draft him? You're leaving some really proven players on the board to take him, and I, I don't think I'm willing to do that either. But uh, my tight end actually looks – I mean, my, my wide receiver now that to avoid – I wrote this down yesterday because of the injury to, to Andrew Luck, but now without Andrew Luck, I'm going to say avoid T.Y. Hilton in the third round. I loved his. I love his ability. His big plays, touchdowns. But I didn't even think about that. The trickle down effect on my fantasy team. Right, I had Luck and Hilton. Ooh, oh, that God. connection was going to be Double good whammy. too. Oh God! But I would avoid him in the third round again. Those other plays to take. Yeah, that, if, if Hilton's <laughs> third round, I got to trade off her. But like, yeah, nope. That's For that. any frame of reference out there, I would take a previously mentioned Tyler Boyd over T. Y. Hilton in your that's, pre-draft league. I might be all right with that. I do have a quarterback you should avoid. Hit us, Tom Brady. Avoid, avoid, avoid. I like it. People we're, might. We're gonna get into the Patriots and a g- little I g- bit. All right, so I'll get. Yeah. I'll get into the details. The way you whispered, I thought you were targeting me with like Dak Prescott <laughs> or something. I'm like, I no, to actually, Dak Prescott. Little side note: if you're streaming a quarterback week one, home against the Giants, I believe that looks purdy. Yeah, you're gonna want to go ahead and lock believe? him in. It's what the NFL does every year now. For some <laughs> reason. Every year, home against the Giants, I like get get change it. Well, at least it won't be the Sunday night game this year. 
Yeah, finally. I usually have to wait. Like every like year, <laughs> I have to wait all day for like the first game. I'm like, oh my god, I just want them to play. How right. about uh, players to? Uh, I'm sorry, sleepers. Sleepers. Who do we? Have? Were you done with the yeah. targets and the That's avoids? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Let's um, go on to who are your sleepers? So quarterback, I got Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Okay. Just talked all about right, that with my the man. Like they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna be chucking that ball around. We talked about a few years ago. Derek Carr looked like he was gonna be legit. He got paid. Last year, things fell back with Antonio Brown with. Hopefully a decent running running game with Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr could be a dang good quarterback this year. Dang good quarterback. I like that. So my quarterback sleeper, you guys, if you are Patriots fans listening, are going to see him twice this year. Sam Darnall as my sleeper at quarterback. Is it Darnold? Darnold? Dar- I don't know. I've heard it's it. Darnold. Darnold? It's Darnold. Oh, you oh, you hey, Sam Darnold. I can go with that. But well, I, it's Darnold until he starts making big money, and then it'll be Darnold. Darnold. <laughs> it's French. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> like it was Tony Dorsett in college, then he was Dorsett. Yeah. Or uh, Pete, Pete, Al- Peter Alonzo. Pete, Pete Alonzo. No polar R. Bear, my man. The polar bear, yeah. The, we don't have to talk about that's I baseball. I they called him polar bear because he was wearing that all-white uniform yesterday. He did look like league. a polar bear. <laughs> but, yeah, I, Darnell, he's got some weapons. You can get him at the end of the draft. So if you want to take him even as your second quarterback and watch him for a couple weeks, see how he does, I think that's a good sleeper at quarterback. I um, Moving down the list, we'll go to uh, wide receiver. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. I think he's going to uh, take that big jump. He had 821 and six scores last year. You can see that go even higher, close to 1,000, eight scores, somewhere around that. And I also mentioned was Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think people realize that Mike Williams had 10 touchdowns yeah. last year. 10. He scored, he had, what was it, almost every, every, uh, he had like an insane percentage of catch to touchdown or whatever yeah, that. Yeah, because he didn't, yeah, he didn't have that, like, he would get like a catch a game and it was a touchdown. Yeah, it would be four um, yards touchdown. But he looks like. He finally looks like the kid that was at Clemson and why he was a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Fully healthy. Looks like he's having fun. He was been tearing it up in camp. Um, I like Mike Williams this year. He's got a good quarterback. Ten, ten touchdowns could become could, could be a number that he doesn't get to. That's a high number. But the yardage could definitely Catches, be Catches, yeah. Huge. Especially with the Keenan Allen injury bug already starting. Yep. Yep. You know, he could be someone who gets way more targets than expected. Uh, you might like my... Uh, Receiver sleeper Ryan. Is it Gallup? It is Michael Gallup. <laughs> it is Michael Gallup. With the injury to uh, Mari Cooper, I heard it is not plantar fasciitis, which is great. It's just like an irritation. He just has an irritation. He's gonna. Be, I think he's gonna be a stud, and I think that's gonna help Gallup. Gallup showed last year he's a very comparable number him two receiver. And, uh, him and Dak seem to have some good chemistry oh, so yeah. far. He that I I his highlight for me last year that sticks out was that go route that stutter go route he ran with uh with Amari Cooper was on the other side of the field I think you if you're looking at somewhere deep in the draft that can make a big big jump up you can look at Michael Gallup I like it so is like Cobb stock not there anymore in I'm Dallas? not looking at Cobb he's um, gonna make the team I, as the slot oh, yeah, guy I like the I actually like the signing I like that got, got Cobb and he's he is a slot guy I don't know how much it's gonna be used I mean if you look at the fact that and this at their ages why not you can argue that maybe Cole Beasley is a better slot guy than Ridley oh Cobb. yeah for sure and Cole Beasley didn't do that much last year. So you can kind of, that's that was like my comparison. I mean, Cobb might get you five hundred yards and three touchdowns. That's just that's not pretty. It's just the fact that if you hit him on that game, yeah, you, know, you get him. If it, you need you know, a bye week filler in a exactly, deep league, you Randall Cobb's not terrible. So, so he, you would label him more as like a bench player. Yeah, yeah, like a fourteen, sixteen team league type yep. of draft pick. Okay. Uh, running backs, I will give you three. Eckler, which is not really a sleeper anymore because Gordon's made it clear. Every second that yeah. we do this podcast, his stock is rising up. Um, two is Peyton Barber uh, Peyton down Barber. in Tampa. He's the guy, right? His or only competition is I'm Ryan not even going to try to pronounce the other guy's name. And Peyton Barber is not that bad. He rushed for 100 yards and like a score numerous times last year. And with Bruce 
um, Arians as the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. It's going to help. It's going to help. Help everyone. It's going to help OJ Howard. That's oh yeah. Just not to jump around, but I think OJ Howard is going to be that tight end that this year that like what George Kittle was last year. He could be. He's kids a stud. So that's what I think. And then I also have somebody that I have. Um, it's Devontae Freeman. He's not being talked mm-hmm. about. I don't know if he could be a workhorse. He's going to. They're going to try to make him a workhorse this year at least. Oh yeah. Coleman's gone. He's healthy. Team is his. Freeman can put up some really good numbers. They love him in Atlanta too. They've always yep. spoke very very highly of him. So he, I mean, at the very least, he should be a very solid running back too. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, my running back, uh, well, I'll dive into the details when we get to that section of the podcast, but Damian Harris. You got to the end of the end of your draft, look for something to just take a shot on, take a shot on the Patriots running back, Damian Harris. Damian Harris, you think he's going to make the roster? Yes. Yeah, I think he'll make the roster. They love what he's done in camp. That's a fun So are you carrying four running backs, or is, like, Burkhead off? Like, They've always carried a bunch Bur- of running backs. I think Burkhead's on his way out. Burkhead's off when uh, it was Steinman and uh, – Stedham and Harris coming in for Brady and yeah. Michelle. Burkhead got a lot of love I'm in that game, Burkhead. but that game was definitely designed for the uh, the people who were trying to make some make a name for themselves. They, they, they took their guys out early. Woodhead and Burkhead was Burkhead can't stay on the field. Yeah, and they, I mean they invested it was a third round draft pick in the kids, so they're and not to just gonna cut it loose. If you're gonna saw what you saw in the preseason game, and you saw a little bit last year, was a lot of Devlin at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Then why we the white roster for right. at this point? And you just take right. So and he gets hurt. He's always frustrated. Yeah. You probably put him multiple weeks. You put him in a game plan. He's hurt by Sunday. This might be his last hoorah He's with the Patriots. Scary looking. He's white, scary looking. Good, good football player, you know. He can catch the ball. He can catch that, the ball. That's about his best Special quality. teams guy, but they got Bolden, so he's not going to. I think uh, Did Bolden, Bolden come back again? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Jesus yep. Christ. <laughs> Do you have Who else you have for sleepers, Matt? My tight end sleeper. We talked about him briefly. Same as mine. Darren Waller. Darren Waller, Darren Waller Darren baby. Waller. Watch go. him on nice Hard Knocks. Up. You know, the guy went through a lot in Baltimore, a lot of off-the-field issues. Those things are solved. He's an athletic freak. To the window, to the wall. So he was, uh, he was a wide receiver at Georgia Tech. Now. Right? Wasn't he a wide receiver at, at Georgia so. Tech? Yeah. He's like 6'7". He looks – I'm not – I hate doing this because it puts lofty expectations just based on a body type, but he looks like young Jimmy Graham. Wiry, strong, fast, jumps high. He's killing it in camp. And when you like we we've said this now multiple times, you have Antonio Brown, Terrell Williams, some of the targets come back from last year. They got a running game. He may be forgotten. He I think he could be really, really good for them. Yeah, I like it. I agree with you on that one. Um we done with the sleepers? Done with the sleepers. We are done with the sleepers. We're done with the sleepers. All right, so seeing we are the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast, let's talk about some Patriots players and where you think they should go. And let's start with Brady. We've already talked about it a little bit. So you guys, I think, are both on the avoid Brady bandwagon. Free agent. Pick up. I mean, I don't know if it's a f- – I thought it was a little much when I saw him go undrafted. I did. I thought it was a little much. Well, you wrote about it in the article that you wrote for the website last week with your AFC players to yeah. pick is the way the Patriots' offense is, is more than any other team, they scheme for their mm-hmm. opponent yep. that week. So, so you don't if, know who it is. If running, if running the ball is going to beat them, they'll run the ball. Throwing the ball, they'll throw the ball. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not something you can rely on every week. And that's I mean, you you look at Brady last year, and there was games where one touchdown or no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You, the Super Bowl you, even. Yeah, like you don't know what you're getting anymore. And, it, I mean, if Brady's your backup and your backup and that week is playing a terrible team, fantastic. Right. Maybe like a primetime game or maybe a shootout exactly. for Brady. So, I just, I mean, would I take Sonny Michelle somewhere? Yes. But um, I think they're going to be more of a running team this yeah, year. Too. Like and I think I t- Michelle's going to get the bulk of that, of the I load. Do. 
But again, like, so I think Belichick just came out and said, like, he's going to be, like, week one. Like, they're going to feed Michelle. Early and often is what yeah. the quote yeah. was. And then he's always believable with his stuff, right? So watching week one be all but – it'll be James <laughs> Devlin be. three times at the goal line. And it's so th- that's just what worries me. Well, I expect Michelle to catch the ball more this year because coming out of uh, Georgia, that was the – yeah. thing on him was that he can catch mm-hmm. the ball. Yeah. And they didn't throw too much to nope. him last year. So I think you're going to probably like see a little... the tackles last Yeah, you're yeah. going to see a little bit more of that, I think, this year to take some of the load off of James White. Yeah. And so another guy so- I have on my list. I'd like to know where you guys think of James White. So if I'm in a regular league, I wouldn't touch James White. If I'm in a PPR league, I'd take him late. I mean, again, because you, you don't know what you're getting. You don't know if he's going to get anything one week. And then the next week, he gets everything. And then the next week, somehow some... Some tight end they just got from the Cardinals practice squad gets four touchdowns. Like <laughs> that's that's what makes me worried about the Patriots when it comes to the fantasy. When it was when Gronk was there, I was all in. Gronk is prime, yeah. Even with the injury risk, because it didn't matter, because you were willing to take that risk, because you knew the the possibilities with Gronk. But now, Edelman too. Like Edelman, I would take PPR. Like you know. Yeah, he's gonna have the catches. It's gonna be a lot of seven for seventies, but that's remember, fourteen like, PPR. Like, he doesn't score a lot rush. of touchdowns either. And he, no, he doesn't really no. score touchdowns. But even if he uh, sneaks in the end zone, now you're looking at a twenty point game. Yep. Pretty solid. Now, I, I want to talk about before I get to James White. I want to highlight Brady because I had him in my players to avoid section, and I wanted to avoid him because his hype, I guess, isn't as high as I thought. He just went undrafted when your league's right. Yeah. But with all the weapons around in his in his receiving game, I thought maybe people around here would get very excited at the possibility of him lighting it up again. And I would just hold back on that. I think the Super Bowl was foreshadowing of how they would love to win games this year. The league is speeding up. They want to buck the trend. They want to slow it down. Plus, we they get have, defense this They year. have a great yep. defense. Well, a, a possibly a great defense this year. Brady's getting older. This might be, you know, the 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 Broncos did it with Elway. They gave him Terrell Davis basically the keys of the, to the offense there and helped win a Super Bowl. I think the problem with Brady is you still have those people out there that think he's going to give you 350-3 every week. Right, and if you can, ex- and I think he's going to be more of a two fifty and one or two every week now, which is fine, especially with that defense. And if you can establish a run game, but when it establish when it, when you relate that to fantasy, how much worth is it? And it's not that much. Anymore. Yeah, it, in in the playoffs too, you notice with Brady, they they basically wanted to turn it into a one quarter Brady game. Yeah. So they would slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. And then when Brady needed to make it happen, he would make it happen. Yep. Third downs in Kansas City, big plays to Gronk in the Super Bowl. I think they're going to try to do a lot I mean, of that at, this at year. At the end of the day, be as pliable as you wish. You're what, 42, 42. years old? 42. 42 years getting old. younger. You, they, want him, they, they don't want him taking hits. They, they, they want can't. him dropping back 45 times a game and taking hits. He played only three series in this last preseason yeah. game. They're taking so him very, very carefully. Basically what I'm getting at is um, – the 40 quarterbacks, Breeze, Brady, proceed with caution. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you oh, want yeah. to draft him. I would take Breeze well well ahead of Brady, though. Yeah, I would I have to agree that. with that as well, yeah. Because as a Patriot fan, you see it. It's the first first three downs in the go- in the game, it's running. Yeah. When they get to the 20, it's running. Yeah. So either way goes, just pump the brakes. Pump the brakes on your old, guy, on your old quarterbacks. And proceed with caution. But We're not saying totally avoid them, but if it's again, it's, if the, it's, it's down the there fantasy. at the sixth round, yeah, it's the yeah. fantasy. Take it. It's the fantasy worth, not the real. You get a separate. Right, we, I still Brady could day, win the Super Bowl. I think the Patriots are going thirteen and three, winning yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's my prediction this year. They're going thirteen and three, twelve and And he'll make the throws he, he has to make to to so, make the highlights and everything. But um, it just you heard it here first, Cowboy fans. Well, winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, get get the duck boats ready. <laughs> so that's that's your biggest difference right there to me between fantasy football and real football. Yeah. 
You've right. got a guy like a Brady who, if, if you want to win a game, mm-hmm. he's the quarterback you yep. pick. But yet for fantasy, you don't touch him. Yep. No, yeah, you can have. And I, and I think that speaks to Brady, too, which is why a lot of. I know somebody who doesn't like him at all, but <laughs> bottom line is he wins ball games. Yeah. How about uh, Steven Goskowski? So, actually, this can like segue into my fantasy like tips. Okay. Um, which, when you get to a kicker, kicker and defense. Don't rush your kicker and defense. Right. You see the people taking them? Let them. Don't yeah, rush. Yeah, defenses that are number one um, one year are rarely even the top kicker three is my year. Kicker is my dead last pick. I'll say this. I have my own personal preference. Last pick, find a kicker that kicks in a dome. In a dome. Mm-hmm. That is how I do it. So I would not take Goskowski. Not Yes, he's gotten shaky the last few years. Shakier. But he's kicking outside. He's kicking outside in December. He's mm-hmm. kicking outside in the beginning of January. Those games where they count the most in your fantasy, when you're fighting for that championship, you don't need your you know, your field goal kicker shanking something because of the snow so or the wind. kind of right. like focus on that NFC South kickers. Yep. Majority mm-hmm. are them. Shootout the kickers. Yep. I always say don't rush a kicker. And when you do take a kicker, try to get somebody in a dome. Or warmer like weather if they're in the West. Yep. No, in a in a vacuum though, I li- I think Goskowski kill- can still perform as He'll a top five kicker. He'll be out there. But yeah. you're gonna have to take him at top five kicker, which I'm with Ryan. You don't don't take. Never have. And uh, my my kicker strategy, I usually just pick whoever's in the Monday night game to have final say in points. That's what <laughs> kind of what I do almost every week. <laughs> so before we before we get too far into your strategy, I want to talk about the Patriots' defense. Okay. They look like they're going to be a stud defense yep. this year. I think they're going to be ball hawks. Too. They're going to take the ball away. They're going to hit the quarterback. They're going to get you those fantasy points. So where are you ranking them when you're picking your defenses? I think they could finish top three in the league fantasy defenses. They, I think Baltimore is going to be up there. Yep, they're always nasty. Chicago is going to be right back up. When there. you have Khalil yeah. Mack, you could have Khalil Mack is anything. A beast. Yeah. Yep, Rams will be back up there. They lost yep. some names, but they still got some names. They, they brought in Clay Matthews. Yep, they got know. they got people all over that side of the field. So Pat's to me is a top five. I don't, you know, somewhere between three and five, I would have the Patriots defense. Yeah, and not to be my own homer, but Cowboys aren't getting any respect in the defense. They should. They have all. a good defense. That defense last year balled out, and they are back and should be better this year. But they, I mean, you saw what they did to the Saints last year. Mm-hmm. You saw, you know, they they did some things last year. I think their their biggest, they're going to sack the quarterback. Their biggest issue is takeaways, mm-hmm. and that's what they're hoping to get this year. Um, I know last night was preseason, but they were all over the quarterback. They yeah. caused like four or five turnovers. Takeaways are fluky too. You can fluctuate yeah. in, in your so numbers year to year. If Dallas starts getting takeaways this year, they're going to be a top five defense. I like so. both those defenses also because they have two. Well. If you're in the Patriots, it could be all three division opponents stink. Cowboys yeah. are going to have layups. Like they're going to play. They got skins uh, and giants. Skins and giants twice a year. Um, Eagles games are going to be. That'll a be tough. Um, the skins though, they play week two. Case Keenum's been named the starter. Hopefully, mm-hmm. he's. I'm kind of hoping he's still holding that job come week two. Even if it's Dwayne Haskins, that I don't guy have he's, he's going to take Haskins, them. No, but uh, I think he's better than Keenum. Yeah, he you might be I mean? good. He might be more exciting, but I, I feel think he'll like take the, he'll take the shot. Yeah, field, which but that could also help you turnovers too. Pe- also get past interference and other things. So he'll at least throw the ball. Ke- yeah. I like Keenum's throwing the ball down the field. No, no, he 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 um, takes sacks too. I, I like both on, those defenses. On the term you, uh, of defense, Redskins can quietly have a really good defense. Their front four. They're good again at the quarterback. Their front four could be arguably be the best in this league, and people just don't talk about because they're the Redskins. Their their downfall will be their secondary. Um, right, but they're gonna. I mean, overall, they're gonna have a pretty good defense, and if they're gonna want to win ball games, they have to realize they're gonna have to take the ball away and sack the quarterback. So Redskins could be quietly a sleeper defense. There's the Chiefs. Chiefs, no, because they shootouts no, are always inside. <laughs> no, it's tough. Like the, sometimes shootouts are different because, on one hand, if you have an, a very athletic, fast defense, kind of like the Rams, shootouts work because it gets the quarterback make, yeah. taking risks. But if your defense stinks, like the the Chiefs, it ends up being forty five, forty five games. Yeah. 
And you're they hoping for in, a pick they six. They brought in what, Honey Badger? And he's hurt every single year. He's hurt every year. The, with the Chiefs, you're really just crossing your fingers for a Tyreek Hill punt who return. Who did they replace D. Ford with? Oh, I, don't, I don't even know. Ford left and they. Some guy who won't line up offside, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't, I wouldn't hopefully for them. Hey, Tom, have another trip to the Super Bowl. Oops. <laughs> a, t- a, a defense I would avoid, and it's not because I don't think they'll be good. It's because I feel like everyone thinks that they're going to be good, so they're going to reach for them as the Browns. I think the Browns have a chance to get out. But I, I think the hype behind them, because that team as a whole is kind of – you've know, seen some healing there. By losing Peppers and the OBJ. Yeah, they have Miles Garrett, though. He's going to kill the quarterbacks. Yeah, they got they got good uh, corners. You can have a great front line. Yeah, but Peppers was nothing in the secondary. Peppers, Peppers was, yeah, he was really like just a, a playmaker. Peppers is the guy that goes to college and you look up his position just as athlete. athlete. Remember yeah, the NCAA that, games? A five-star athlete. Not Julius Peppers. Uh, and then you put him as wide Jabril. receiver Jabril. and he's like a 17. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's what Peppers is. He's or everyone's why you get that lucky guy. It's like, oh, he's a five-star athlete. I'm going to make him a quarterback. He's like, oh, he's an 85 quarterback. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Old school NCAA. Miss it. I want to ask Ryan one last question about defenses and – kickers in that regard. A lot of leagues are going to ban those two positions because they call them nonsense. I like the chaos in it. I like I, the fact that like there's kickers. other things. I don't like kickers. So would you ban, James? Would you would, ban kickers I and defense? Ban, our league has the nice league votes. Yeah. If I can bring out banning kickers, yes. You want to ban kickers? Yes. I wouldn't ban either. I like, the, I like that there's two positions that I can try to get an edge at. No. To me, kickers, when play the matchups, two play the weather, well, yep. you play the I lost For psychos like us, those things work. Because it was a bad, windy day, and I lost. You should have been following our, 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 our weather. Yeah, our weather, weather guy. Guy. I didn't know the weather people by that. But when you I didn't lost, know a storm was brewing in the east? Yeah. When I lost points, that was the day where I was like, that's it. Yeah. I'm done. Like last year, though, I'm sure people, uh, like, there was that game Mason Crosby missed, like, four kicks. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a I'm prime sure, matchup, too. I'm sure that cost people a lot of games. Oh, but yeah. That's the point of fantasy. Right. Yeah, yeah like, he that's did. That's the wave yeah, you're going to run. There is, there is like, the aspect of, because this comes up a lot now with the analytics really, really at an all-time high, is they want to take those X factors out of fantasy. Yeah. You need it because that's what sports are. You, you know, Bill Buckner was not supposed to miss that ground ball, but he did. What are you gonna there are things like, like that that happen. Just more wide receivers? Like, then you're running out, then you're just, then you're just running out scrub wide no, receivers. No, no, you just points. take out the kick position altogether. No extra position, nothing. James is going to win a game on a on a Jake Elliott 50-yarder, and he's going to change his tune real quick. Yeah. Next year's show. I love kickers. <laughs> two kickers, yeah, and two I, want, kicker I want a flex kicker, a punter. <laughs> I want a punter. I want Ryan Allen. I think we'll even draft holders. Yeah. <laughs> that holder's pristine. That's three points. I want, I Either want one of you step. make a joke right now about holding. I'm going to kick you both. Holding. You brought it up. Early. Oh yeah, well, I'll, I'll stay with that. I'll, <laughs> I'll stay with that. I want long snappers. I want everything. I think one time I did a league where you actually had to pick individual. The, I like, played the, IDP leagues. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's, know how they work. It's but different. Yeah. It's that's, definitely different. That's hard because you're like, okay, I'm gonna pick Terrell Suggs, but yeah, he only has like two tackles. It's a tackling. Yeah, it's a tackling like, thing. I guess. Yeah. No. You need Khalil tacklers. Mack. Yeah. I did that in high school. Like it just announced, and my shop was like, "Yeah, let's do it. We're gonna do this this way, full yeah. team." And I'm just like. Oh okay. no! Like, like this guy's good in Madden. Why is he not good in football yeah. and fantasy? <laughs> yeah. I'll have two other two other things I want to make sure I get in there. Okay. For my my tips is um I think I mentioned it but like don't panic when you see a run out of position regardless of position you for, you typically it's the kicker defense stand your ground right typically it's the kicker defense somebody oh my god the defense is going oh kickers don't worry about it stand your ground draft the best players you can make moves later draft the best players fill your teams in with the best with the most talent. 
And the other thing is, is really getting into it, is when you select your backup quarterback, check your starter's bye week. <laughs> and then check that bye week, check that week for the people that are on the draft board, who are they playing? Andy Dalton may seem like a cruddy backup quarterback. Andy Dalton is playing the Cardinals that week. That is a phenomenal backup right. quarterback. That's, so that's brilliant. So I, it saves I you from having to trade yeah. for him later. Exactly. And, and it saves you from scrambling come your bye week to go pick up Case Keenum. All right? So, like, seriously, like the, and not to sound like that guy, but, like, I won my league last year, and it's the things like this that it get is. you there. If you really want to win, you want to get make the money, you got to do a little yeah, bit not, of the extra not research. Yeah, drafting Golden Tate. Second. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so that's you another tip. You Don't draft with your heart. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a college allegiance, throw that out of the window. Yeah, because he ain't playing at that college anymore. No. If I mean, you, Tim Tebow is the my favorite player yeah. of all time. I didn't draft him when he came to the pros. <laughs> <laughs> if you take, if you're in James League, take Michael Floyd real late. Maybe you can flip <laughs> him. Oh yeah. Typically, though, that's something I that I aggravated me so much. I, I personally <laughs> typically don't draft anybody from my own team. So. Zeke was the exception because of the fact it was Dynasty. Yes. So he was and exception. he's a stud. Uh, I mean, but, like, it, it'll make your viewing experience on Sunday that much more worse if you're sitting there, like, Patriots score, but it wasn't Brady who scored. So now you're screaming at the TV. Don't draft people in your oh, team. Oh, yeah. You know, I used to be in a league. Back then we called it a rotisserie league. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I'll yeah. tell you how far back I go. We used to have to wait till the paper came out the, the next morning yep, to look at the box score. So that's how old I am. And I stopped playing for that very reason because either, you know, I want to want to – or a player playing against the Patriots that I yeah. have on my yep. team. Now I'm rooting for him to score against the Patriots. Oh, yeah. yeah. I that's why that, I, that's I took the fun out of it for me. Moment. See, I just, you got to make it a shrug moment. Like, oh, man, they scored, but at least it was my guy. At yeah. least, you know right, I mean? right. Yeah. That, that's what happened Thursday. Uh, my aunt and uncle come. It's usually a big thing, and we're watching. I'm like, come on, Graffrey. Yeah. And my uncle just looked at me like, are you a Patriots fan? Like, I'm just like, oh yeah. I'm, I'm getting my preseason ready. You yeah, know how many yeah. low key fist bumps I did it with Antonio Brown killing the Patriots? Like, because there is that, there that. is that thing of and makes you makes you angry at games that you should have no right, but it no also, connection whatsoever. Two teams you're just watching to enjoy yeah. the game. That's why these Thursday night football yeah, games. Yeah, right. you're taking you an, an interest, interest in it. it give, now it gives you that extra interest yeah. to watch all the games and, and it to, gives you the interest and to piss my wife off for the fact that I don't move for eleven hours on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it gives the interest. And Saturdays are She sits there and yells at me because I will watch the, the red zone countdown. Oh, red zone. Yeah, oh yeah, with the music on. I'm like up dancing. It's the best time. It's it's the best time of year. That's why red zone was created. Oh my god, they could charge. So much money, and it's like I would have to it's pay like, for it. It's like, babe, I'm not just watching the countdown. I'm dancing. I'm Snapchatting myself watching the countdown. <laughs> it's good vibes. Water. You gotta send your team. I'm a huge proponent of sending good vibes to your team. Yeah, as any way you can. But yeah, it, that's you the watch thing with the Patriots game on the TV. Everything. You watch the Fox channel on, on your phone. phone yeah, you watch Red Zone on your tablet. That and you're just like, fantasy football's not a drug, ladies and gentlemen. It just sounds like it when we talk about it. Like it's this. a way of life. It really is. Everyone out there have some fun. Cowboys this year. do always take precedent in my house over red zone. I, I will, it does. I, I You're old pay, school like that. Yeah, I can't, I'm, not. I'm not. When the Cowboys are on the TV, that is it. Like no. everything else yeah. is on. No. Well, I do world. the same thing with the Patriots. Like nothing else. Patriots, Patriots are on. Priority, but if yeah. the Patriots aren't on, then I'm watching red, red zone. zone. Yeah. And I don't even have fantasy. So. Yeah. With the two screens, I always like James. Like you said, Patriots will go on one. The other one will get red zone or pop in and out of this or that. Yeah. Uh, that fantasy football it's like it's just so much fun it's the greatest time of the year it, you know what's funny too is kind of on that same wavelength is uh when you have multiple leagues 
the craziness you just tell yourself. That's why. All right, I need this guy to pass it to not that guy, but then this guy, but then he could fall out the one and then bring in the backup because that guy got hurt. That's what I learned years ago is not to do the multiple because you're fighting against yourself. Yeah. Do you ever have like a guy playing against you on one league and then you have him on your other league? But this team's winning by twenty, so. Never, I won't do two because yeah. of that. You know what my buddy does? It's pretty funny. Is uh, he? You know DFS, daily fantasy lineups? Yep. He'll put in a daily lineup of the team he's playing in fantasy. Because then if he gets his ass kicked, he's like, well, I made him want some money. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody uh, needs to call Gambling Anonymous, I think we'll post the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the number on our website. Take Derek Carr with the odds. MVP. 1-800. I'm sorry. So, guys, every week we come into this and I think, what are we going to talk about for an hour? And here we are at about an hour and 23 minutes already. So, fantasy. Any, (laughs) any, uh, any closing tips or thoughts or anything like that that anybody has? Those are all my uh, final thoughts. And I would just like to say, when you go into your draft, stick to your strategy. Like Ryan said, don't get caught up in the runs. Don't. Oh, that sounded weird, right? I did this don't morning. Eat, yeah, don't eat Taco Bell after <laughs> not eating fast food for a year and then go on the runs. <laughs> You're lucky I made it through this hour yeah. 20. <laughs> no, but just stick to your strategy. You know, don't panic like Ryan said. Stick it out because at the end of the draft, you want to have the guys that you've been telling yourself that you've yeah. wanted now for months. Don't walk out of it with a draft. Oh, I didn't want this guy. Why did I take this guy? Oh, because so-and-so took this guy yeah. or this. Stick to your strategy and stick stick yeah. to your plan. Yeah, don't don't press the panic button. Don't pull a James. Don't pull a James. Don't pull a James. <laughs> but it gets you the first round pick. So that's true. And a dynasty. <laughs> yeah, but if it gets you the first round pick year after year after year, then that's not a, a good thing. You build a dynasty team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not yeah. if you're drafting first year after year after yeah. year. Sashi Brown over here. <laughs> I built one in one year, so <laughs> that's how you do it. You know, I actually have one last thing to say. Uh, Mike Travis, trade me Antonio Brown. That's also, just trade him. Of our league members, Tyreek Hill is still available. Yeah, I'm waiting on a response on the trade off. I told you. I'm. What do you want? What are you looking for? Best offer. <laughs> just best offer. Best <laughs> offer. Just wow. send me the. Just send me an offer. I kind of actually have an offer. For me? Well, let's do it live but in I, the air, real quick. Live <laughs> before you cut off, do it live in the air. What no, is this? No, no, no. Just, oh. just send me an offer. Well, that's a tease, everybody. You're gonna have to turn into yeah. the syndicate to see what this offer yeah. is. I'll I'll tweet my team. I'll, Okay. So at, will I. At, at James BSS, I'll tweet my team out for the start of the season. Okay. All right. Seeing you, you gave your Twitter handle. Where can people get their fantasy tips from you two guys? Ryan, you go first. At, at Bessie Boy. Matt? At Maddie underscore Westside. In the I is a one. I did a long time ago. I don't want to change it. Just find it. You'll find it. <laughs> Maddie right. underscore Westside. And you can read all their articles for fantasy sports and other things on our website www.bostonsportssyndicate.com Catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Boston Sports Sin and check out our Facebook page Boston Sports Syndicate and don't don't forget SeatGeek if you're going to any sporting event, concert, whatever if they sell it on SeatGeek use our code BSS and you get 20 bucks off your first purchase and we have merch. Don't forget. And merch. we have merch that somebody this else besides my wife needs to buy. We need people to buy because this is how we pay our writers and mama. Wait, 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 wait. Writers get paid? Hold on. Yeah. So <laughs> this is how we're room. going to pay our writers and also um, our Ryan. And to buy new equipment? Yeah, and to buy new equipment like my beautiful mic, if you're hearing this. Yes, my oh, voice yeah. is clear. I love it. And James Clean- James Cam. Yep, and James Cam. But also our uh, Ryan teased it um we are gonna have a fun little article coming up in a week or two right um, before the kickoff right, right before, before the kickoff. kickoff it's 
if you've been paying attention, it's what we're doing for starter season. I don't know if we're going to do basketball, hockey, but, yeah, that's coming up. And what will that be? All predictions. All predictions. <laughs> all all so, divisions. Division winners. winners all that. Wild cards. Yep, Conference champs. Let's Bowl. see who's yep. right. Because right now I am wrong in baseball. Oh, yeah, me too. <clears throat> Hands down. Red Sox. I'm not too far off. I, I'm, I'm full. I had Yankees over Dodgers. So. Well, that's at the end. You mean tonight? Yeah. Betting people out there? <laughs> Yankees <laughs> over Dodgers? No, tonight I'm st- I, got my, I'm, I still believe in Kershaw. Clay, you know he's been great this year. Yep. I thought he fell off a cliff. I thought he was washed up. <laughs> All right, guys. Any last words? Last chance? Last call? Let's watch some football. Yeah. We're good. All right, Ryan, Matt, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank Thanks you everyone for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Later. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by I M C D M. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yes. See you back.